0: To the Umfreak Parents Podcast, episode 03. You're seen to chat about parenting, life, and of course, Umfrey's McGee. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak, successful entrepreneur, mom of three, wife, and total Umfreak. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for the third episode of the Umfreak Parents Podcast. There's so much to cover in this episode and as you can tell, I still have a ton of excitement in my voice from summer camp. I'm recording this literally the day after I got home, got a little bit of rest, sort of got back to normal life, but I am just still coming off of such an amazing weekend. Um, Before I really dive into the busy and amazing first month of summer that Umphreys has had so far, I wanted to take a moment to Just really express my gratitude to Jim Leap and Julie and Craig Sinegar, who are just two of the most amazing people ever that I've ever met. And you may remember Jim from the very first episode, the interview that we had. Um, He was so nice to invite my husband and I to come and check out Boondock on our way to summer camp, stop in Niles and... It was just absolutely amazing. We got there Thursday morning and we pulled up and, you know, he comes out and he greets us and Layla comes out. She's such a little sweetheart. And we go in and just, I'm instantly just blown away. And if none of you listening know what Boondock looks like on the inside, there are some YouTube videos of Jake talking about different parts of um, free songs and playing them, and I'll actually link that in the show notes so you can see them. And it's just this little, you know, house, studio sort of a thing, and it's amazing. Like, you can just feel the energy when you walk in there, all the music that has been created, you know, through Jake and everything is, it's just, it's amazing. <laughs> like, I don't have any, I just really still can't form any words about the experience that my husband and I had. Um, you know, we got to sit in the actual studio. Um, I sat in some old chairs from Wrigley Field and just listened to music and talked with his parents about, you know, his childhood and his family history. And it was just absolutely amazing. And I am so, so grateful for them, That they, you know, took time out of their day, first of all, to have me and my husband there and to open, you know, a, a private piece of their lives and their son's life and... You know, it was just really amazing, and I'm so grateful to Julie and Craig and Jim, and, you know, just thank you so much, guys, for just the amazing opportunity. And Jim totally humored me, too, by letting me fangirl a little bit and take a picture with my favorite guitar, Mother Earth. So it was really an awesome experience, so thank you so much, guys, from the bottom of my heart. So in this episode, we will cover all of the shows played during the month of May. Cover On This Day, which if you are listening to this podcast when it airs, is June 5th. So on this day in 2008, the band played at the intersection in Grand Rapids, Michigan. A really great show that features an amazing syncopated strangers that actually came up in my interview in last podcast episode with Jimmy Rogers, so definitely check out the interview if you have not, and then we will play the first set from that show in 2008. All right, so before we jump into all of that, of course we have to cover the brand new album It's You, released secretly in the early morning hours of May 18th. I remember that my husband and I were driving back from the Baldwinsville show and I was sitting in the car on Spotify looking for something to listen to for the rest of our ride, and all of a sudden this album pops up, and I'm like, what the hell is this? So we just started playing it, and I was instantly blown away. I think it's an absolutely amazing album. Um, If I had to pick between the two, um, It's Not Us or It's You, I would pick It's You as my favorite. They're both really great albums. They both have really solid songs and, you know, favorite parts for me. But overall, It's You, I think, is an amazing album. Um, Triangle Tear, to open it, is such a great song. The McCartney Ask Push and Pull, uh, What We Could Get and Xmas at Wartime to Jake Tunes. Um and I did get to hear some amazing stories from Jake's dad about Xmas at Wartime. They uh were stories from his grandfather, Jake's grandfather, who was in the 125th Infantry, I believe if I remember correctly. Um in World War 2 so he was you know stationed overseas at Christmas time and was in the trenches and just kind of thinking about you know could this really be Christmas is this really what Christmas is right now for me in my life and so the stories that he was talking about that were very cool so then to hear that song now you know kind of has a different sort of a a thing to it which is very neat um, also in the, on the album, Attachments, Upward, and in the Black, some songs that have been played live in the past, um, but now are getting the studio treatment for the first time. I will admit that I am not an Attachments fan at all, <laughs> but the studio version has certainly changed my mind, and I do really like it now. Um, the Upward on this album is just breathtaking and beautiful and amazing, and I'm sure is going to be played at many an Humphrey's wedding in the future. I just think that the releasing of a secret album is so cool. Just one of the many reasons why I love them. You know, all of a sudden there's a whole album of new music and... You know, it's just, it's very cool. And, you know, props to them for being able to keep the secret the way that they did. You know, I'm sure it wasn't easy, you know, especially creating this music and being excited to share it. So, <laughs> huge props to them for being able to to keep the secret. Um, so, if you have not checked out this album, seriously, you need to. It's amazing. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Nugs. Um, so, definitely give it a listen. I'll put a link In the show notes to that, so you can check it out. And also, if you've not seen any of the YouTube videos where uh, Kevin Browning is talking about the unboxing of the deluxe version of It's Not Us, there's a really sweet ass book in there. Like, it is amazing. I highly recommend that you get the deluxe version. Um, And then, if you buy the It's You album, you know, it fits right in there. Um, I'm not sure if you can buy the deluxe version with the new album yet. Um, not sure. Definitely check that out, though, and see. It is worth the investment for sure. So let's jump into the recent string of shows. Uh, the summer tour officially kicked off in Baldwinsville on May 17th. And being in a super residential area, the show had to start at 7 p.m., which worked out perfect for us. We were there. We brought our three-year-old. So an early show time was exactly what we needed he did stay up and rage the entire show and even wanted to go closer several times and of course proper headphones on and then we walked up um, if you follow the show on twitter or in the group i pos- I posted this super cute video of him getting down to her birdbath during the second set you could tell from the beginning of this show that Umphries and the crowd was so ready for them to be back on tour and back in baldwinsville the last time that they played paper mill island was june 27th 2009 and this summer tour opener featured two 2018 debuts thin air and visions thin air last played december 2nd 2017 and the last visions was played february 2nd 2017 A really stellar Ringo sandwich with Cut the Cable, the OG version, right in the middle during the first set. I love when they play that version. Love it so much more than the album version, honestly. (laughs) Um, And then a cover of Steely Dan's Hey 19 for, as Bayless says, all the neighbors that wanted to hear a song they've heard on the radio before. Um, Then let's see, Andy's Last Beer, Half Delayed, All in Time, Puppet String, ended this just amazing evening the jazz odyssey during all in time in my opinion is easily just hall of fame worthy ryan is seriously so funky during this and i've listened to it a bunch of times and definitely one to listen to if you have not I'll put a link to this show in the show notes so you can. Such a beautiful venue. It was an amazing night. The weather was beautiful. The sunset was beautiful. So hopefully the guys will be playing there again sooner rather than later. All right, so that brings us to Providence, Rhode Island show, May 18th, 2018. This show was a straight-up rock show, showing that they are more than ready for this amazing full summer that they have coming up. Um, The first set opens with Bad Friday, then into Plunger, Push the Pig, Nothing Too Fancy sandwich with Upward and Whistle Kids right in the middle there, with Nothing Too Fancy coming around and ending the first set. Um, The second set opens with Intentions Clear and the always funky It Doesn't Matter. Joel is just in top form in the song and I love it so much. I'm so grateful that I got to see it finally at summer camp. Just love that song so much. Love how it's morphed uh, from where it originally was in 2017. Um, the second set um, ends with a bridgeless sandwich, which which features a nice speak up and a utopian fur in the middle. And inside the utopian fur also includes a little bomb track by Rage Against the Machine. And then the end of the utopian, leading into the bridgeless, is just straight fire. And I love like just stuff like that. You know, you have a song, and then you have two more songs, and that second song has a little piece of something else in it, but then they finish that second song and then go into the very first song that they were playing, and I just love that. I just love that musical adventure that you go on with their music. I just love it. So then the evening ended with a cover of Waiting Room by Fungazi, which was also played um, back in January 29th, 2017 in Rochester, New York show that I was actually at, a part of the four-night run in the Northeast when Jake was sick, and Redmond had to sit in with them, and I'm very grateful that I was able to catch those shows, although, you know, Jake was very missed during those. It was interesting and very cool to see them, you know, in that capacity as well, so that was very cool. Um And then 40s with Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd Tease, an amazing jam at the end of that, which... For me, I've seen that song so many times, 40s, it's my most played song, but I love that. it It's a great jam vehicle, you know. The song itself, I'm not really a fan of, but the jams that come out of it are always amazing. So that brings us to night three in Hampton Beach, New Hampshire, which I feel is easily the best night of this little Northeast run. The evening starts with a dark brush opener and then a triple-wide with a really Joel-heavy dance party, followed by The Fuzz, Little Bust Out, last played March 16, 2017, 103 shows ago. Walletsworth, comma, later into Crucial Taunt and Much Obliged. How many more days into Immigrant Song cover to end The Last Set? No doubt in preparation for their upcoming Lock-in Festival appearance with Jason Bonham in August. Interesting fact, Last How Many More Days was played 1204 2014, 326 shows ago. That's just insane. The DBK that opens the second set with a cover of Voices Inside My Head by the Police, sandwiched right there in the middle. And the second part of this DBK is honestly just straight fire. I love how this song goes from soulful and uplifting to just straight jam vehicle that takes you to a completely different place that you were when the song began. I just, I love that song so much. I love everything, you know, what they do with it, and it's, it's just awesome. <laughs> Another little tidbit, The Last Voices Inside My Head was played in April 1st, 2017, and 97 show Gap. The second set rounds out with In the Kitchen, Attachments, Phil's Farm, back into In the Kitchen, and finally ending with Jajunk. The whole show ends with an always beautiful Kimball and a cover of Plush by Stone Temple Pilots, which Jake just straight kills it. His playing and his vocals are so amazing on this song. I've listened to it probably 30 times, and they've actually only played it two other times. Holidays, December 6th, 2015, and most recently at the Brendan and Jake show in Morrisville on April 24th. And it was actually a special request from Jake's mom, Julie. And this set is not on All Things Freeze, the Morrisville show. And when I had originally recorded this, I did not include that. I did not know that they played that. I didn't see the the list I glanced at it when it first happened but I didn't remember it and you know I hadn't heard the recording because there is no recording but when we were at Boondock, she's telling this story about when he when Jake was younger And had played that song, and so that's why she had asked him to play it that night, and that she never asks for requests, but she wanted him to play that. And so I was like, oh, I have to change this now in the podcast because I can't speak, you know, incorrectly about when they played that song. And then Jim was very nice to play the version from the Morrisville show where he um you know says about the request from his mom and everything so that was a very cool moment as well all right so that brings us to summer camp music festival an absolutely amazing weekend that started off with my amazing stop in Niles and then we got to the park in the afternoon and didn't wait very long at all to get in got our campsite all set up, and, you know, started navigating the grounds, which is much bigger than the last time I was there in 2010. They had moved this stage that Umphreys plays on much further back and moved the camping, and so we were in VIP, so it was definitely a hike every time that we had to go over there and see them, but worth it nonetheless. Um, the weather was great. We had a little rain on Saturday, but it wasn't awful, um, but it was absolutely fucking hot especially on Sunday it was like 96 is a record high and there was just no shade and it was just ruthless beating on you but it's much better than mud fest that I know summer camp is capable of or tornado warnings that we got back in 2010 so if I have to pick I guess I will take the heat of course. So the Umphreys music for Summer Camp Weekend officially started Thursday pre-party private set in the Red Barn for anyone who purchased the VIP Umphreys packages for the weekend, which my husband and I did. Um, it was very awesome to be in this intimate setting of maybe 30 other people Um, Free beer for 45 minutes while your favorite band just crushes it in front of your face. Absolutely amazing and worth (laughs) every penny. Um, The set list, like I said, was only 45 minutes, but it was amazing nonetheless, of course. Snuka, Dramonicon, number five with the jam in there is just so amazing. Um, Night Nurse. Back into Snucka 2 and 3. The Night Nurse is just absolutely amazing. The jam in the middle of there is totally on my list for Hall of Fame 2018 and easily one of my favorite versions of Night Nurse. Just ah, oh, absolutely amazing. Love it. Um, so awesome, like I said, to be in that small of an environment and just be able to listen to them play and drink beers and you know um VIP is really amazing every single time that we have done it they just really kill it and Rachel was so awesome because we had a whole situation at the box office when we got to summer camp with our um VIP package and actually our mo late night and she didn't even flinch when we asked her she was like okay let me make this right and was totally cool about it and you know I'm sure that there's a lot going on you know during that weekend and it's crazy busy as hell but she you know made sure to take care of us and didn't even skip a beat with it so very grateful for team VIP. So then Thursday night, Umphreys plays the Red Barn Late Night, and I will tell you there was so much music this weekend that when I was writing notes and, you know, trying to put ideas all together for the podcast, I was just trying to think how I would get everything in. So I decided I was just going to do some highlights during each night because there's just so much and you just... You need to listen to it as a compliment of what I'm talking about because there's no way that I can just catch and describe all of the amazing music that happened and came out of Humphreys McGee that weekend. So definitely take that in mind because there is just so much. Um, But the late night, you know, there's some of my highlights are... Professor Wormbog, with the shout out to last year's Golden Ticket winner who has seen 200, that was his 200th show, like that's just crazy to me and amazing, um, with the boys to Men Motown Philly breakdown in there. I love when they do that, and it does not happen often, so I was grateful to finally catch it. It's so fun when they do that. Uh, Jake's guitar in Professor Wormbog is just so dirty sounding, and I I just love that sound that his guitar makes. Um, And I'm going to be completely honest here, before they played the Lanier, I, honest to God, thought that they were going to play Nothing Too Fancy. I even called it to my husband, which I'm usually pretty good about that, so I was totally surprised when they went into the Lanier, and I did hear other people in the crowd mention the same thing, so hopefully I'm not completely crazy about that. Stinko's was also amazing, and... As I listen back to that song, On the Way Home, I realize that it's a perfect example of my favorite kind of Umphreys song. Um, Syncopated Strangers is another example where there's this amazing jam that's just taking you to all these different places. And then there's this nugget of lyrical genius by Bayliss just tucked in there. And I just love that. I just love those kind of songs. and. You know, I feel like a lot of people (laughs) might not realize that because they don't get through the jam, which is still just as amazing, of course, but, you know, there is still that little lyrical piece that's in there that's very cool. Um, The Blue Echo is so beautiful and amazing, and right into Haji, it's just breathtaking and goosebumps, of course. Uh, Resolution into a Let's Dance Encore. The jam in Resolution is just so uplifting and joyful, just straight beauty coming out of these guys, you know, on the first night and on my top six of the weekend for sure, which I will share, um, later in the show and then in the show notes so that you can definitely check out my top six. And, you know, I honestly love when Jake sings Bowie and, you know, you can tell he loves it and the band loves it and it's always a lot of fun. You know, I left the Red Barn and my mind was just, completely blown by all the music that I had just heard between the pre-party set and the late night and you know I really at first reaction needed to really kind of process like everything that had just happened. Jake was just totally on fire that weekend and I'd actually gotten to speak to him briefly before the late night and, uh, you know, talk about meeting his mom and stuff and you could tell that he was totally jazzed for the weekend and uh, the Nine Inch Nails cover set that was going to be happening later that night. We did check out the late night Nine Inch Nails cover set featuring Jake and Ryan for the first song. Um, I am not a Nine Inch Nails fan at all, but I do know that Jake was very excited to play this set, and he was even wearing a Trent Reznor wig and painted his fingernails black. So, I wanted to go and at least check it out. Um, You know, the first song was good, um, but after that, my husband and I were done. We'd been up since 1am and traveling, and you know, all the excitement of the day. So we were just ready to kind of get some rest so we could rage the next day. All right, so some Friday highlights. The bottom half, the jam in there, definitely give that a listen. The beginning of all in time into Upward. Seriously, again, on my top six the jam in that is amazing. I know um, there's one lady in our Facebook group that shared YouTube video of this, too, and watching it again is just goosebumps. Just amazing. Um, Booth Love with Shady Horns and Dancy As Fuck Den with Nigel Hall from Lettuce on Pedal Steel. Not a Lettuce fan, Um, but I love it when they come out and play with Umphreys. I love Umphreys with horns, and the Shady Horns are amazing with them. So, so happy they came out. Um, So sick, the second half of All in Time to close out the show. Jake is just so, so full at the end of that. I know... You know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to this and you are into Unfreeze the way that I am, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's just amazing and beautiful. Um, Remind Me Sandwich with the always heavy sex metal in the middle, half delayed, and one of my favorites, Party Peeps, to close out Friday night. Alright, so that brings us to Saturday night, which is always the night you do not want to miss of umphreys at summer camp absolutely saturday highlights for me were glory jake just rips it of course always glory is just beautiful piece of music ain't no fun if the homies can't have none by snoop dogg featuring cousin eli and mc pumpernickel aka andy and adam budney and the hurt bird bath to close out the first set Before the second set, I told my husband that I wanted to go right up on the rail and totally experience what I knew was going to be an amazing second set and he was not feeling it. So I decided to go up there by myself and I certainly was not disappointed. And as Bayless mentioned before the set opened, there are many choices at summer camp and everyone that was there Saturday night absolutely chose wisely. And right before the intensity and the power of the second set really started, you hear Brendan mumble, all right, let's go for a ride. And that is 100% absolutely what fucking happened. The minute that mulches started, just the intensity, the power, the energy, the force that just came from them from this stage is just absolutely amazing and breathtaking. It Doesn't Matter, which was on my list of what I wanted to hear for the weekend, so I'm glad that they played that. Um, 1999 by Prince is always a fun dance party, and the Bayless Jam in August just is so soulful and he just speaks so much truth to me i just absolutely love it um a jammed out silent type closes out this powerhouse of a second set and a very full de junk to close out saturday night and as i said before it is definitely the not-missed time of, of Umphreys of summer camp is definitely Saturday and most definitely that second set. Um, that night, Ryan also mentions that he is retiring from doing Sunrise Kickball. I guess that's what happens when you have two kids and you just can't hang all night anymore. I totally understand. I completely sympathize. Um... He did mention that another band will be taking it over, but not sure who that will be yet. And, of course, he had to get a jab in there about Joel not being able to wake up and make it to the game. But, again, I completely sympathize, so it's okay. So that brings us to Sunday, the very last set of the weekend. Bittersweet, of course, because of all the amazing music that we had heard from Umphreys. But at the same time, everybody was definitely starting to get tired. And it being 96 and ridiculously hot that day, um, you know, we were just, (laughs) we were ready to rest a little bit. But they still came out and completely just fucking rocked our faces off absolutely amazing. Crucial Taunt, Similar Skin, mail Package, and bridgeless. Um, Two debuts from the new album during this set, Axmas at Wartime, which I mentioned um, earlier. The amazing war stories from Jake's dad about his grandfather um, during World War II. Um, it's really such a beautiful song, and they did such a great job with the debut. Joel is so beautiful in that. Just amazing. Um, The other debut was Push and Pull, wedged in the middle of a powerful Great American. The always crowd-favorite cover of Africa, which, you know, I always have to laugh when they play that. And it was actually the first time I got to see it live, so I'm happy I did get one. Um, A very robust tribute to the Spinal Shaft, Into Whistle Kids, and the second half of Bridgeless to close out the just absolutely mind-blowing weekend of music that came out of them. They are just, it's amazing how they still had steam Sunday afternoon after all of that. It's just awesome. And Bayless was kind enough to share his mantra with the crowd. I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. Some wise words that he recommends we all should give a shot saying. My husband and I did participate in the golden ticket event, but unfortunately we did not receive any of the golden or silver tickets that were in the bags. It would have been really sweet to win the VIP, uh package for the New Year's run, but I guess I will just have to uh, do that myself now. Um, But we did get some really awesome merch inside of the bag, some stuff that we actually didn't have, and anything that we didn't have, my kids were super excited to, to have it, so it all worked out. And I also did make it over to the CD signing that they had going on Saturday afternoon, and I was able to speak to each of the guys individually about The podcast, and you know, give them each of the cards that I had made. So that was really exciting to talk to them about this and explain what we were doing. All right, so this episode's on this day, June 5th, 2008. The band played at the intersection in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The first set is only four songs long, but Damn, do they jam out in this show. The show opens with Smell the Mitten, then Intentions Clear into Syncopated Strangers, which is honestly my favorite version. Absolutely amazing. 26 minutes and you will go on an absolutely amazing musical adventure. This show was actually mentioned in episode two that Jimmy Rogers was talking about his absolute favorite syncopated and he was totally right. You need to listen to this. This is just amazing and sick and totally worth it. I will actually put a link to the blog post that Jimmy was speaking about in the last episode about this syncopated it's quite a read I will admit it took me a little while to get through the entire thing but it is totally worth it and he even breaks down like every single part of the jam and talks about it and you know it's very extensive and thorough and it's really a really a good read so you should definitely take the time to give it a look through the first set ends with 40s The second set is great as well. Ringo into Robot World, into Thin Air, Waist Down, which has not been played since September 10th, 2009. Pageants, The Fuzz, and back into Ringo to close out this monster second set. Encore with Mullet Over. This whole show is definitely a must listen, so be sure to check it out. I will also post a graphic in the Facebook group so we can talk about your thoughts about this show after you give it a listen.